1: Welcome back to Side Peace Show. So as you guys listened last week, it was a bit of a rough week for me. So today, you know, it's taken me a week to like pull myself out of bed. And trust me, I would not be pulling myself out of bed if I didn't have two small maniacs to take care of. Unfortunately, these four and three-year-olds can barely wipe their own butts, let alone do anything else for themselves. So I have been getting out of bed, not in the best spirits. But today, I said, I woke up, I smiled. I know it sounds so dorky, but like I smile, like try it, wake up and just smile. And I did that and I'm like, this is going to be a great day. And again, another thing that I do is I talk to myself often. I'm sure many people think that I have like voices in my head, which This crazy person, I probably do, but I literally talk to myself all the time. Or like I'll pump myself up for things like, yeah, Melissa, you got this. This is going to be a great interview. Yeah, Melissa, go, go, go. You're going to rock this meeting. Yeah, Melissa, you're not going to kill anybody today because you're maniacs and your husband and everything in life is driving you crazy. You got this, girl. So this morning, I'm like, this is going to be a damn good day today. So the day's moving along. Oh, yay. The kids are in a good mood. This is amazing. So I'm about to start a podcast and I hear Vivi crying in the garage and she's bleeding like all over her face and she fell and busted her lip open. Like this thing is like a fatty, like a fat lip, right? I'm like, Great. So then now at this point, I have about 12 minutes to get ready for my interview, which means attempt to put some kind of face on, attempt to comb my hair, and just in general, get ready to freaking interview somebody and not be a total dumbass about it. So I'm interviewing this person, and then halfway through it, I hear more freaking out. And I'm like, you're freaking kidding me right now. So I get done. I go downstairs and Josh is holding an ice pack on Logan's face. And he's sitting, Logan's sitting in a chair. I'm like, oh my God, what happened? Josh's shirt, of course it's a white one, is covered in blood. I'm like, what in the actual hell happened? So they take the ice pack off and it's on, luckily it was on his eyebrow. But the whole eyebrow is just a huge, gash like not a band-aid and like you know wipe the blood off you're fine go like a huge gash so we then have to take him to the ER which we found out that he had a minor concussion and stitches are pretty tough for kids so they use like this super glue and they hope that helps so they don't have to resort to the stitches So we sat in the ER for about two hours, um, which is super fun with a four-year-old who doesn't feel well, let me tell you. So um, yeah, you know, talking to myself this morning did so much good, let me tell you. And then the icing on the deliciously amazing cake that we had today, come home. Rinse Logan off because, you know, I'm a germ freak and I have to get all the ER nasty ass shit off of him. So I give him a little bath. I come downstairs. I say, Logan, just sit down, watch your iPad, have some green drink for two minutes. Mommy needs two minutes to go upstairs and change. Literally two minutes. Run upstairs, dart upstairs. I come back down. Logan is nowhere to be found on the couch. Logan, where are you? Let's not play hide and seek. You have a freaking gash in your head and concussion. Maybe this is the time that we chill out. Well, I hear this like chewy crunching behind the counter. So I walk over. He's sitting on the floor with two cans of um the melatonin gummies for kids. And one of them is completely cashed, like all gone. There had to have been a minimum of 10 to 15 in there. And for kids his age, you give one, one, one a night. And this kid downed again, at least 10 to 15. So that's amazing. I call our doctor on call immediately. And he's like, well, he should be fine. I'm like, cool. So if he sleeps the next three days, it's fine, Um, which actually isn't a very bad idea because I'm super exhausted. But being the seller mom that I am, that probably shouldn't happen. So I just wanted to share the fun that happened in my world today. And, of course, thank you, as always, for your amazing support. Obviously, you stick with me through the highs, the lows. Hopefully, it's more highs. Not like I'm high. Like, just highs isn't fun. I mean, you have to clarify nowadays, you know? So, thank you. Your love, your support, always being there, always listening, subscribing, sending your amazing DMs and posting your stuff that you're listening to the podcast telling everyone that you know to listen to side piece and subscribe and rate and review you guys I just I know I say it every freaking week I say it every week at nauseum and I know it's so annoying but I just truly want you guys to know how much it means it means the world You guys are the bright spot, the bright light doing side piece. It just, it's everything. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And again, thank you for telling all of your peeps so we can celebrate all of the entertaining and delicious parts of side piece show together. You can find me at side piece show. That's at S I D E P I E C E S H O U S E. Um, thank you again, you guys. I so appreciate you. I love you. Uh, and thank you for loving Side Piece and listening to my annoying voice every week. You're the best. And I will see you next Wednesday. You guys, my guest today, not only am I lucky enough to call her one of the greatest, greatest housewives to ever hit Bravo, but. I'm even luckier to call her a friend. I had her husband, Mike Hill, on Side piece. I don't know, six, seven, eight months ago. And since then, we have kept in touch. Then it got to the point where we were talking. Cynthia wanted to meet. Josh wanted to meet them. We all had dinner. And now we all talk all the time. We hang out. Cynthia even, I was even Cynthia's date to the Ultimate Girls Trip premiere, which was insane with Kyle Richards there, Teresa, Melissa Gorga, Kenya. It was insanely amazing. Anyway, she is such an all-star and she is an all-star on TV and even more of an all-star with me as a friend, and I could not be luckier to have her not only on Side Peace as my guest today, but again, as a very dear friend whom I love a crap ton. So you guys, are you ready? I'm so freaking excited. It is the one, the only, the one I love to death and call a friend who. Rocks Bravo time and time again for over 11 years. Yes, it's the one and only Cynthia Bailey, AKA Chill. I wrote you a poem.
0: Oh, you did? Yes. <laughs> Damn it, I didn't write you a poem. <laughs> Are you ready? I owe you a poem. Okay, go ahead. All right.
1: I'm so extra lucky to have this hot lady on because I actually can call her a friend. (laughs) Someone to be stuck with me for years until the very end. Yes. It all started when I had one half of chill. After that, now I am lucky enough to have the new mrs hill oh my god
0: snap snap snap, snap i've snap. been a
1: fan so many years and to now have her a part of my life and no one gets it more how lucky mike is to call her his wife ah. this badass has done and continues to do it all she is even more amazing in person one I can always turn to to call. Yes. I just hope that we can sign a front contract because that <laughs> would be the greatest thrill. Okay. I will zip it now. I hope <laughs> you are ready for the one, the only Mrs. Cynthia Bailey. Hill.
0: killed it. <laughs> okay. No one's ever written a poem for me. So thank ever? you. Mm, well, I'll just say not in a long time. now that I can <laughs> my so. to get on that shit. Listen. That was so
1: cool. So um, so. Cool. Listen, you. you know I love you. You guys, for those of you who don't know, I had Mike on freaking Forever Go side piece. And then after I was lucky enough to have Mike on, Mike introduced me to Cynthia. and since then, I have just been so lucky enough, like I said, to call her a friend. We freaking go out. I try to get her drunk, having sushi, you know, (laughs) like this, I feel like is my girl. So of all these interviews, I don't even feel like this is like an interview. I just feel like I'm just lucky enough to be able to talk to a real friend um, who just happens to be, you guys, Mrs. Freaking Cynthia Bailey. Like, come on.
0: You are too much. Thank you for that amazing, amazing, heartfelt introduction. I feel exactly the same way. And you'd never have to try to get me drunk. It's very cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, yeah. when we first met, I I think when we
1: first met, Cynthia stood up and I was like shimmying and like oh, shaking yeah. my boobs over to her out of excitement and like it's on, bitches. No, it's you- on. Great
0: first impression. I was
1: like, (laughs) (laughs) this (laughs) is crazy. (laughs) Dude. So speaking of drinking, this is another thing that I saw, Mm -hmm. not only about the, the real possibly being canceled, but then your girl from ultimate girls trip, Luann, did you read
0: that? You know what? I actually just saw something on the blogs about that. Yeah. Um, like re- refresh me. What What is it? What did it say that exactly?
1: She got booted out of a bar for being drunk.
0: Oh, um, I did read that. I look, you know, Luann and I are like super tight. That is my girl. We all know it's very public that she has struggled, um, you know, with alcohol for a very long time when I've spent time with her she's been great. Like she's really been honest, you know, really, really doing an amazing job of just staying focused on, you know, just staying healthy. And I'm, I don't, you know, I don't believe everything that I read. So I always want to give, you know, people the benefit of the doubt, especially if they're my friends. So I'm, I'm hoping that this story is being blown way out of proportion and that she is doing okay. And, and if she has, you know, Slipped back or had a, I don't know what you call it when you relapse. Started. Yeah, if she has relapsed, she has my prayers, and I, you know, I pray that she gets back on track and I'll reach out to her as well. Um, uh, I think a lot of times when things like this happen, you know, people need a minute. I do like to give people their space, especially yeah. my friends, but um, you know, I'm praying for Luann, she's my girl, she's been, you know. I mean, she's amazing. She has a million things going on. Like, she's an incredible, incredible woman. So I hope all is well.
1: Had had you known Luann pre-going to to Ultimate Girl Trip? Absolutely. I actually went
0: to Luann's last wedding. Like, With Tom? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Yes, I did. I was at her wedding. And uh, I was actually in her giovanni music video with lisa renna that's right and andy coin we did like a whole like andy's angels thing it was super cute oh
1: my god
0: way back i actually met luann years ago through my other good housewife friend uh jill Zarin, in the hamptons years ago and we've been my girl ever since
1: Oh, my God. That's right. Because Jill, actually, I just had Jill on and she was talking about Luann.
0: Yep. I'm going to see Jill in a couple of weeks, actually, in Miami.
1: When you go down there. Yep. You know, it was crazy. Jill was saying she was like, honestly, I feel like Luann going through what she did and the shit, like going to the whole jail and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. is What kind of brought out the whole cabaret thing, because that's how she was like expressing herself through this difficult
0: time yeah I mean Luann is definitely a performer that's for sure and her, I think her cabarets are amazing I've you know been to a few of them and I just love seeing her you know at her best and I feel like at, she's at her best when she's on that stage in a beautiful gown and hair and makeup done and just singing and you know just having a good time Why do you think Luann and Sonia
1: have been, I'm sorry, Luann and Ramona have been so close? Because they just feel like such opposites. Uh,
0: Honestly, I don't really follow their relationship on the show per se, but just in my experience being on the Ultimate Girls trip with them, um, they just kind of have this love-hate relationship almost. Like, you know, I think Luann will always have a soft spot for Ramona, no matter what. But I think Ramona definitely does things that annoy her or whatever. And then, you know, the one thing about Ramona, she will annoy you and then she'll apologize for it. Um, You know, she just is unapologetically who she is. And, you know, take it or leave it. You know, Ramona is Ramona. We called what were we calling her the Ramona Coaster? I mean, she just is, you know, I mean, I definitely had some moments with her as well. And I just didn't really take it personal. I'm just like, I just called it up to, this is just who she is, it is what it is. And, um, you know, we had some good times together too. So I think Luann has dealt with her a lot more than obviously we have, because she's been on a show with her forever. And they just have uh, a solid friendship outside of the show, to be honest, I just think they're in a really cool place. I don't know how much they hang out, honestly, when they're not filming, but it just feels like they just have somewhat of an understanding at this point. Luannis is not the person that really just holds on to, you know, grudges or is this gonna stay mad at you forever. She just kind of is like, oh, you know what? Okay. You know, we had the conversation. You know, let's move on. Let's let's, you know, let's go ahead.
1: Did you know then who the chicks that you were going with to do the ultimate girls trip with pre-going?
0: Um, the only one that I knew that was going for sure was Kenya because we were, you know on the same show. And they told me it was going to be she and I. So I wasn't really sure until later who else was, who else was going to be on the trip.
1: So then when you found out were you were like, Oh shit, or,
0: Oh cool. Or. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: when I found out I was cool. You know, I mean, I felt like I was, I was already going my girl, you know, one of my good friends. I already knew Luann. Um, you know, I knew Melissa. I knew. Um, you know, Cal and I share, uh, one, one, you know, a really close friend, Justin Sylvester. I didn't know Teresa that well, but we actually have a friend in common, my friend taja so I've been around her, but not just, you know, one-on-one or anything, and Ramona, I've seen Ramona out, you know, at different Bravo events, and she was always really cool, so I really wasn't, I mean, you know, I'm coming from Atlanta Housewives, you know, we have a lot of real drama, like not right. saying don't have real drama, but our drama's, Feels like it's just always a little more intense than some of the other franchises. So for me, I was like, you know, this should be fun. This should be fun. I definitely went into the trip wanting to get to know um, Teresa a lot more than I knew her. Just because I just feel like, you know, you know, I love a comeback, and I think yeah, I think of all the, out of all the ladies, she's been through the most. I mean, like even just the whole jail part of it alone, like was jail. So I mean. just the way she just has rebounded from all of that, that that time in her life is amazing, and now she's happy, she's in love, and I think it's awesome. The other person that I was excited to really, really um, spend some time with was Kyle because Kyle is just funny and silly, and again, you know, we have Justin in common, so I was like, oh, you know, she was someone that I was looking forward to uh, really, really connecting with, and I felt like we did, although we, you know, hit a little bump in the road, but ultimately, um, you know, we're good. But you and Teresa ended up becoming the closest. Yeah. You know what we did, which I didn't expect that we actually really did. And I think, you know, she just, you know, I'm, you know, in a really happy place in in my life. Um, She's so happy and in love right now. And her relationship with Louie just kind of reminded me of how I was with Mike when we first met. It was like, Oh my God, you know, hashtag chill. I was on the phone with him every five seconds. So You know as a Pisces and as a lover of love I was just like oh my gosh, she's so cute she's so in love like she basically just wanted to FaceTime him the whole time and he was just did all the sweet stuff for her the whole time she was there um I'm really happy for them
1: is it sad like I feel like I don't know if you're watching right now but Louie's getting like a ton of heat as it's playing right now on the show what what no I'm not
0: watching right now but what oh. um,
1: It's so, it's, and, and look at, because of you, Cynthia, so you, remember you call me and you're like, yo, Mike can't go to the Ultimate Girls Trip premiere. Will you be my date? Yes. Yes. I lose my shit. I drop my kids off, like to play in the street somewhere because I don't even care where they're going. I'm like, yes, I'm going. I had never met Teresa before and Louie was there and both of them were, So phenomenal because you never know. You see Teresa one way on TV, you're just like, you don't know what you're gonna get, right? And then when you guys were going off to do stuff, I was hanging out with Louie in the background. He was so kind and Mm -hmm. genuine and humble. And right now on the show, I mean, again, obviously it was taped months ago, but a lot of stuff is coming up about him, supposed things that he did or happened. And it's just in a negative way. And my, I feel horrible for them because I don't feel like that's him.
0: Right. Well, I haven't um, watched. Um, I had lunch with, well, actually a dinner with Teresa a few months ago when I was in New York. And um, she told me, you know, that, you know, some people were definitely kind of coming after her and her relationship with Louis. So I'm not surprised because she did mention that to me, but uh, as someone who's no longer a housewife, I'm really <laughs> trying to stay away from any of the drama at this point in my life. The only drama I want is to do a drama-based, play an actress in a drama-based. <laughs> yeah. uh, or TV show, TV series. That's totally. the only, but I'm rooting for them. I'm so happy that they are are you know, they seem like, you know, it's working out. Like I'm super excited for her wedding and just, you know, that things are working out for them. So it's tough. It's tough on the reality show when you're public, when your life is discussed on, on a television show, like, like the Real Housewives, but, you know, Teresa been through some stuff. She's, she's a strong girl. I think, um, you know, one thing she is that I learned about her, you know, if she's with you, she's with you. And she seems a hundred percent committed to him. And I'm, you know, God willing, they'll, you know, they'll write all of this out and she'll have her happily ever after.
1: You know, it's kind of similar. Well, not really, because Mike's used to TV, right? Like he does, you know, he does his shows. So yeah.
0: can do Real Housewives. You know, there's a difference between ESPN and Fox Sports <laughs> than the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And although he always tells me how crazy, well, like how vicious the fans can be even in that arena. Uh, I don't think anything really, prepared, you know, prepared Mike for housewives.
1: So if you guys are similar because, like, Louis obviously not even not has not done TV at all. He's clearly never done a housewife show.
0: No, no.
1: So is it just like a, a hit to the like a brick to the face with these guys when they're like they're like Mike starts dating you, Louis starts dating Teresa, and then you have cameras in your face, and the public is just going at you.
0: Right. It's difficult, you know, and it takes a really strong guy, a strong man to subject himself, to that type of public scrutiny, because we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be talking about Louis if he wasn't with Teresa right now. His private life would be private. And uh, the fact that he is, you know, her fiance now, he's like, it's open season to like, you know, go and you know, drag him about anything that he may have or had going on in his life. And, you know, that's one of the difficult part about, you know, showing, sharing your relationship with, with the world. Right. I mean,
1: even now, like, how do you guys, like the other day I I was talking to Mike, you know, I talked to Mike obviously often and like someone took, uh, he did an interview and someone took completely out of context The whole, we're not going to make it even to two years, took it out of context and blew it up. It was such a shit show. It's like, how do you guys even deal with this? You're not even freaking on the housewives anymore. And then stupid shit like this (laughs) happens. Like, do you, at this point, it's just, just like you brush it off. Or I mean, how do you even still deal with this?
0: Well, you know, it's so funny because I actually thought once I left housewives that, I don't know why I thought this, that. My personal life wouldn't be that interesting to the world since I wasn't choosing to put it on show anymore, but that is not the case. And what's crazy is I remember him mentioning that, and I was like, okay, clickbait, whatever. We understand how that works, and really, there's nothing really there. And um, also, you know, the fact that we, you know, we 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 do argue. We don't, you know, it's not like right. a. a all unicorns and rainbows over here. So right. um, we're like any other couple that have disagreements. And, you know, what he said is something that I could have very easily have said, like, oh my God, well, this rate, I don't know if we're going to make it another year. You know what right. I mean? Totally. But normal people say when they are upset or, you know, whatever. But what I was going to say was apparently, I didn't really think anything of it, but apparently it really blew up while I was in the big brother house and I had no access. to. Yes. I knew nothing. So I didn't even know he was dealing with all of that drama by himself. And I'm in there like, I'm in like big brother jail. I have no access station. I don't even know he's playing in the Super Bowl. I don't know anything. And uh, when I came out, you know, when he was catching me up on everything, I was like, what? That was like a thing. He was like, babe, it was like a thing. It was like everywhere. Thing. Was, out of here. So I was really surprised that something so small actually got so much steam.
1: Oh, it was, I was like fired up. I was just like, I mean, I was texting Mike. I'm like, this is bullshit. This is why you don't talk to the snaky like podcast. I was so fired up. You were gone. We couldn't talk to you about it. I just felt so, because again, I know you, I know Mike. And you guys are the last people to be shady and sneaky and all this stuff. So when anything right. like that happens, I almost feel extra like protective, like, don't fuck with my people. Cause now right. I'm, I'm <laughs> like getting pissed. And like, it's just, but like you said, you didn't even know what's going on. You're, you're stuck in Big Brother
0: world. <laughs> no, I, I was very, I was honestly very surprised. And, You know, it's unfortunate because, like, you know, one of the things that I've always tried to do when I was on The Real Housewives of Atlanta was just, you know, be pretty transparent about my life. You know, it's like, hey, you know, today's a good day. Hey, today's a bad day. This is what's happening. And, uh, you know, people always like, you know, keep it real, keep it real, keep it real. Uh, When, you know, just by him even, you know, saying what he was feeling in that moment. Uh, for it to just become such a thing is, is so crazy to me because again, like anyone that is in a relationship, let alone a marriage. I mean, how many times do you look at your man and be like, Oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing over here. You know what I mean? All day,
1: all day. (laughs) day.
0: Especially if you have a disagreement, you're like, well, you know, totally this is not working out. You know, I, I'm surprised that I haven't, like, you know, had some clickbait headlines. Where I've just been that, like, you know, comfortable and transparent with, you know, someone that I was speaking to, because it is, in my opinion, pretty normal. It I is think it would be normal if we were like, oh yeah, we never disagree and we always um, we're always on the same page. Like that doesn't exist. So
1: were you nervous though? Because obviously we saw everything that you went through with Peter. So you had this relationship with Peter. It plays all through the show. And then you find a new man. Were you at all like, again, everyone I've ever talked to, right? They say the show doesn't ruin a relationship. If your relationship is strong enough, Mm -hmm. then you're going to make it through the show, right? Mm -hmm. Were you ever just like, I don't want Mike to come on. I want to shield that from this Mm -hmm. madness because of like, I want it to work.
0: Well, first of all, I agree with the I agree with the other housewives that you have interviewed just in terms of relationships and how, you know, there is this whole like the show curse. Like if you bring your man on, you know, it's just not going to work out when there are plenty of um, marriages that have, you know, stood the test of time on the show, Um, you know, Candy and Todd, you know, Karen Huger and her man, you know, I can go on and on and on um melissa and joe i mean there's a lot a lot of uh successful marriages that have been on the show for been a part of this franchise for many years um i think that you know if you have a solid foundation and you go on the show you're going to be good if there's already cracks in the foundation and you go on the show you are screwed because <laughs> you guys are not gonna make it that's for sure. because everything that can't happen is going to happen and you guys are not going to be on the same page on the show because you weren't on the same page before the show. So, you know, whatever issues you guys had will definitely be worse if you are filming a reality show. Oh, it for
1: it to life.
0: You know, because it's just, um, you know, it's, it's just not easy. So that was part one. So part two was, um, how did I feel about bringing Mike on the show? Well, you know, as a housewife, if I'm in a relationship, uh, a serious relationship uh, as a reality, reality star, you know, I have to show my reality. So it was just one of those things where, you know, if I didn't have to I'd be like, you know what, you know, maybe I wouldn't do it. But um, when I met Mike, you know, it was just so it was just such a happy time in my life, just in terms of just being excited. You know, I remember when I first posted on Instagram, when I shared them with the world on Instagram, um, you know, it just felt good. You know, I'm a lover of love. Um, I think love is the nucleus of everything. So when I'm in love, I get pretty excited about it. So <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to know mama Bailey over here is in love. And I just want, you know, all the positivity and the love that comes with just, you know, people celebrating love. So, um, yeah, but I look at, I didn't really look at when Mike, Mike coming on the show didn't really, for me in my mind, feel like, oh, I'm bringing him on the show. Oh, he's going to be part of my storyline because I've never really, I always naturally have storylines. I never had to like try to figure out a storyline. I I usually have a lot going on in my life. And, uh, but I just looked at it like, you know he's supporting me. He's being supportive of my 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 job, just like I'm supportive of his job. Like I am not a sports person. I do not want. I don't care about Monday Night Football. I don't. Care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe I will watch you know the playoffs from time to time. You know, maybe I'll watch the Super Bowl. You know, for the <laughs> time performance. But no, that's not my world. But you know, to support him, I do watch sports with him. I do go to, you know, especially before COVID when I could go, you know, when I was off, I would go to work with him. I'd go and hang out and watch him do his thing, watch him film his segments. And On then we, And then he would go and film more, and then we'd drive home together. Because that's how we supported each other. So I supported him in his work, and he supported me in mine. And for us, it was like, you know, although we're filming or he's working, you know, it's still spending time together. And totally, um, you know, that's that was what all that really mattered to me was just seeing my man, whether the cameras were up or down, especially when we were more in a long distance relationship.
1: Is that do you think what the difference is? Because obviously, like we saw the drama with your mom Mm -hmm.
0: and Mal
1: and Peter. Mm -hmm. Do you think that started because they
0: didn't like you with Peter? Well, I think there's my relationship with Peter and I think there's my relationship with Mike. Uh, With Peter, uh, we were going through a really difficult time. You know, I was definitely very stressed out. Uh, We were definitely having some financial issues and, you know, the cameras were up to film all of it. Okay, And we were planning a wedding that, you know, the money was like you know disappearing like crazy at that point out of our account because we were like you know struggling so you know during that time you know for me you know it was it was it was tough to it was tough for us in real life and it was definitely tough to film it but you know it was our first season on the show and that was our reality and that's what reality stars are supposed to do show their reality so that's exactly what we did and uh, it wasn't like my sister and my mom didn't like Peter. They didn't like that I was unhappy and I was out. And I was like, you know, trying to figure it out. And it was just a lot coming at me at one time because I was, you know, I just moved to a new city from New York uh, with my daughter and my nanny. I just started a reality TV show, a high drama conflict <laughs> reality TV show those things. So um, I was engaged, getting ready to plan a wedding and we were going broke. So it was a lot of moving parts. <laughs> and by the way, we had no money in the bank. So, you know, And the house was, you know, pretty soon, like, you know, barely had a roof over my head. you know, by the end of it. So that was a lot of stress and a lot of pressure on me. And you could see my weight showed it. Like when I look at first season, I was like, oh my God, I was like, just so stressed out. So that was I don't think any mother or sister would want to support seeing, you know, seeing, you know, any family member under that kind of pressure. And it just was a lot.
1: And then you go from that, that drama with Peter, and then you go to trying to get married to Mike and freaking in the middle of COVID.
0: Right. Right. So that was a whole thing. And, you know, looking back, uh, I am glad that we did get married when we did, because Nobody really knew what was happening with COVID and was like, oh, you can just do it next year, whatever. Meanwhile, COVID, like we're just now barely getting out of COVID. You know totally. what I mean? Never went so, away. So, you know, looking back, I'm glad that we did move forward because we, again, you know, people were, you know, we, people were trying to figure COVID out and we didn't know what was happening. And uh, we did everything in our power and uh, we have the bills to show it <laughs> to make sure we took every precaution. And no one got COVID at our wedding, so.
1: Okay, so you guys are going through that. When Ultimate Girls Trip, they came to you. Were you still on Atlanta, or was this after you
0: left? Okay, this was before I had announced that I was not going to go back to Atlanta. So we did the reunion, and then remember Atlanta had a little bit of a break, like they were trying do honestly, we didn't even know if they were going to bring the show back. It was like we've never had a break. I've been on the show for 11 seasons and we shoot it, we do the press, we do a reunion, and we get ready to shoot it again. You know, the letters come and we were back, the cameras are back up. So this was the first time it was like a pause, like we don't know what we're doing yet. So, uh, which was a blessing for me because it gave me even more time to really think about what I really wanted to do. Right. And um, for me, I. You know, eleven years is a long time. I have been uh, a part of that show, what feels like forever, and you know, consistently as a peach holder and someone who's just given and given so much of her life, and someone who was never really a villain on the show, which meant I had to film a lot because I had to go to everybody's stuff because only the villains don't get to go because they don't get a- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the villains don't get invited to everything, but Switzerland does. So. Uh, That just meant I just worked more than everybody else and filmed more. So that's why you always see me in every scene. I was still trying to figure out what, you know, was even happening with Housewives, but I was already leaning toward not coming back. And I was offered a girl's trip probably, you know, it was shortly after the reunion, to be honest. And uh, when they when they first brought it to me. And at that time, again, I had, we didn't even know what was going on with Housewives. We hadn't even started talking about Housewives. So I had signed on to do girls trip before that to answer your question. And it's so crazy because it worked out kind of perfectly for me in a way. Um, Not that I had the best time on the girls trip, but, but but just in terms of rolling once I once I did decide that I didn't want to be a part of Atlanta, I didn't want to come back as a friend, which is what they ended up offering which was great because I did actually think about it. I didn't really look at it as a demotion or anything. I just looked at it like, wow, well that would be a cool way to transition off the show and not completely leave the show, you know, because right. it's hard to cut the court, Totally you know, after 11 slowly years. Totally, slowly ease out. Yeah, you know, the money was still great and, you know, I would still get, go on the trips and, you know, I would be like a special, a special friend. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> With more perks and benefits because I, I guess I'd be like an OG friend, you know what I'm saying? So, and, you know, you know, as we all know, like girls have come back, you know, a lot of the OGs have come back as friends on the show. So I didn't look at it as anything other than um, just another option that I should think about if I still wanted to, you know, be a part of Atlanta Housewives. But I ultimately decided that, you know what? I'm just gonna cut the cord. Like, um, you know, I've been thinking about it for a while. And it's just, I just felt like it was the right time for me but it rolled out perfectly. Like as soon as I announced it, then they announced that we we got ready, they got ready to start, you know, they got ready. We started promoting Girls Trip. Yeah, right. Like, okay, I left Housewives, but now I'm on another trip with Housewives. And the great thing about the Girls Trip for me was it was really cool to be a part of the first one. You know, we really kicked it off and you know, everyone that comes behind us, you know, I felt like we really laid the groundwork for them to, you know, we, we set the bar kind of high. We had a totally. lot. Of but you find out you're doing it with Kenya. Yeah, no, I knew I was doing it with Kenya. I had all when they told me, when they told me about it, I was like, who else is coming from Atlanta? And they told me Kenya. I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. Delma and Louise, we're going to have a fun time. So where do you guys stand now? Are you guys cool? Uh, Kenya and I are not where we used to be, but the love is there. I'll always love Kenya. Like, um. You know, I think it's really hard to have, you know, friendships, especially on a show like this, when you work on this kind of platform together, you know, it's it's difficult, you know, a lot of ups, a lot downs, and uh, we're just not on an up-up right now, but um, nothing but love there. Uh, I think sometimes, you know, friendships, you know, need space and, you know, it's not even a negative thing. Like, I don't even really care to even really discuss it to even make it a thing because it's it's so not, you know. Uh she texted me a couple of weeks ago congratulating me on Big Brother. And was like, oh, thanks. You know, whatever. It's like if I see her, you know, it would be like, oh my God, hi, you know, when I saw you were with me for the girls trip premiere. Oh yeah, duh. And hello, we were fine. You know what I'm saying? So I think people, you know, just because we're like reality stars. And, you know, some other relationships have been that way, you know, anticipate it's like, oh my God, it's this big beef and they hate each other now. You know, I, I could never um, do any, I could, I could only give Kimmy love. Like we, we've, had, we've had an amazing uh, friendship. I love and adore her, but we're just not there now. And that's okay. Maybe next year we'll be there again. Who
1: knows? It's kind of like you need, look at what you need. I mean, Jesus you guys have been up and down and up and down and up and down. I mean, are you guys same thing? Like if I see her, we're cool. If not,
0: we're not. Oh, 100%. I, I personally have no issue with Nini. And the last time I saw her, which was actually at the Lanithia lounge. So if you guys in Atlanta, go check it out. It's absolutely beautiful. Food is great. The drinks are great. And you may get to see her there because a lot of times she's there holding it down. So um, was when I went to pay my respects after you know after Greg passed yeah. um you know I loved Greg he was uh, like a brother you know and I was you know we were really good friends when she found out initially about his cancer and all that stuff so um you know I wanted to go see my old friend and it was you know not an easy thing to do because you know had I made it to the funeral it just would have been with the other hundreds of people that were there and it would have been a quick like hug and you know you know, like everyone else, but I actually, it worked out better for me because I actually got some time to really just sit with her and laugh and smoke hookah and drink and dance. And it was really, really good. And just, you know, just give her some love. And that's exactly what I did. And then I left and and now it is what it is. You know, when I see her, it'll still be love.
1: Who's is there anyone? I mean, listen, you've been through the ring. You know what Candy said, actually, Cynthia? I just, I think I told you, I just had Candy on. Yes. And I was like, listen, you have been through all of it too, Candy. And I said, mm-hmm. you've been through the kin.
0: But uh, Candy and I were like, okay, like, the longest consistent peach holders. Right. Ever, and until, you know, now she is for sure because. Right. You know, but I anymore. was
1: like, listen, your girls, like, Kim's gone, Nini is gone, Cynthia's gone, Portia's gone. Mm-hmm. And I said of all of them, who do you wish were like around
0: still the most or would still be on? And she mm-hmm. said you. Yes, yes. And it's so funny because she said that um, also on the Wendy Williams show. And then on another show, I guess she said how, you know, people, I guess someone was asking about the show and this is going by clip bait she had said that the show was fine without us because, you know, the show's going to go on, you know, whether right. she, whether, you know, Andy Cohen's on it, the show just goes, you know? So, but it was funny because I got a chance to, when I was co-hosting um, E Daily Pop, um, she was one of, she was our guest and I got a chance to give her a little bit of hard time. I'm like, so I heard that you said that. <laughs> and I knew, you know, I had read the article, but it was fun. Uh, I love Candy. Candy has been, so supportive of everything that I've done. I think out of everyone on the show. Like even when I was in a big brother house, I heard she was like posting and just like uh, you know, doing her thing, you know, when my lifetime movie came out, Cruel Instruction, which is actually on demand. If you guys still want to check what, it out, what, 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 what it, the premiere, it is on demand. And also you can go to lifetime.com to check it out. It's called Cruel Instruction. Uh, super, super.
1: It is bomb, um, you guys, by the way,
0: bomb digging. Um, so yeah. good. Yes, we have to, you know, be knowledgeable and, um, you know, do what we can to shut down these institutionalized child abuse centers. Basically, these these places are not good for our kids. And I actually did Paris Hilton's podcast um, the other day. And she actually went to the academy that we were filming about and you know her legacy at this point is to keep this conversation going and educate people and let them know you know how bad these places are so uh, I'm incredibly proud to be a part of all of that but um, anyway going back to Candy you know, Candy has been super, super supportive. And she's, like, one of the ladies that I've always just really looked up to. You know, she's such a fantastic entrepreneur. She's, I don't even know. I don't even think Candy sleeps. I think she's, like, a vampire. I mean, well, something. how does she, do, I literally, like, how, I'm like, how are you doing this? No oh. going on all the time. And I'm like, and I'm exhausted. You know, when I talk to you, you like, I'm like, I'm exhausted. I need, like, a And she's <laughs>
1: changing diapers still.
0: And she has kids, little kids. So I'm like. Uh, I don't know how you do this. So I, you know, when I have like a day where I'm like, oh, I'm exhausted, I'll just look at Candy's Instagram and see that she's like doing 800 things and changing diapers. And I'm like, okay,
1: I guess maybe, maybe I'm not. Maybe I can get my shit together. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was the sex dungeon with Bolo the last, your last season? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah,
0: yep. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, because I remember... The reason he was there was my bachelorette party and I I got, you know, they show, you know, they weren't able to film the wedding, but obviously they show, um, you know, some of the wedding from some of our own personal video footage. Oh,
1: my gosh. That is right. You guys went out with Bolo with a bang. Oh, my. Was that insane that that all went down at your bachelorette
0: party? Oh, my God. It was crazy. What was crazy at the time, it just, you know, felt like, you know, everybody was just having a good time. And then it just ended up being such a good thing. And like. How many people had sex with him? I do not know how many people had sex with him. I cannot confirm or deny anything. <laughs> all I know is I heard there was some sex going on with the man. But I. I know I did not have sex with them. Okay. I was upstairs uh, sleeping after, you know, coming out of my sex wing and all the crazy things that candy had set up for me. So, but I, I had a great time and I'm glad the ladies had a good time. And like, please don't make me talk about Bolo. We talked about Bolo for two years. I cannot. Talk oh about- my God. I just
1: realized though, that you know why? That's why Cynthia, because just right now they've been playing five on Bravo, like literally right now, I've oh. been playing five years ago when you, two things, which is crazy right now, when Candy was just starting to think of making OLG a restaurant. Okay. And she was like, my husband has this idea. It's so annoying. It's going to be a lot of time and money. He wants to do this right. restaurant thing. And it was the same time you were going through a divorce with Peter. Mm-hmm. And the sex dungeon thing came out with Portia and candy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All of that was, has been playing right now on Bravo.
0: That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of moving parts. Ooh, that's what's just crazy.
1: It's yeah. all, I mean, look at what you have been through. What is, do you think the craziest you had friendships with Nini ups and downs <laughs> with Marlo, Peter introducing a new man, Family drama, I mean, what do you think of all of it was just like, this shit is insane for me, all of this?
0: Um, I think the hardest to go through was the demise of the friendships and the breakdown of my marriage. Like, it's the relationship part of it. All of the other stuff, the drama, the craziness, all of that stuff is is fine. But I think when it's the real breakdown of a relationship or friendship that's when you know that's tough because regardless of where you know no matter where i am if i'm up or down with whoever on the show housewives present past or whatever you know i feel forever bonded to those ladies you know i mean who like you know, I have friends outside of the show, but I've gone through things on Housewives with my friends on Housewives and stuff that I would never go through with my girlfriends. <laughs> totally, totally. You know, outside of the show. So we are forever connected, just like I feel like I will forever be connected and bonded with everyone that I was in a Big Brother house with because I got to know them on a completely different level than had I met them at Cribs. You know what I'm saying? Like being in a house for 30 days with absolutely no contact no phones no tv no computers no sun okay we couldn't even have sun jail it was a big brother house jail prison they can still have sun when they go out into the (laughs) audio (laughs) they get to have a phone they get to have use the phone if they don't have cell phones i think a lot of them even have cell phones and some of them have no conjugal visits at least you talk talking no sex no son no access to anything that's a Ex- lot of nothing a lot of nothing so um yeah i think the relationships is the hardest part when when they don't when they really break down in a way that is is unfixable you know you ever talk to peter Uh i do i do whenever you know like peter and i are super cordial you know i'm you know, have a lot of respect for him. Um, you know, I was married to a man for many years. i super proud of him. He's opened up Bar One's all over the place. He just recently opened up one, I think, in Baltimore. And was it Baltimore or Maryland? But anyway, I heard it's absolutely beautiful. Um, Bar One Miami's doing amazing. You know, he's doing his thing. Uh, I wish him well. And I'm, I want him to succeed. I want anyone that's ever been in my life, you know, I, I wish them well. I mean, the love never goes away for you know anyone that i ever loved so i wish i wish peter well always and I, I believe he wishes me well so
1: why do you think marlo finally got a peach
0: uh because it was time i mean she's been a part of the show for so long i think that at this point you know the show had to change directions and it was just no reason not to give marlo a peach at this point you know she has um, great story. You know, she's, uh, an amazing auntie Monty taking care of her, oh, her which is amazing, and, you know? So, and I think her fans deserve to, to see, see her story. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that the people don't really know about Marlo. There's a lot of, you know, curiosity around like, you know, how she makes the money and, you know, who's in her love life and, you know, all the different things that she has going on. So, um, uh, Congratulations, Marlo. I love you. Uh, you deserve it. And I know you are not going to disappoint us. <laughs> would you go back? Do I go back where? Would you go back to Atlanta to Real Housewives? You know, I would never say never, but definitely not anytime soon. I'm actually enjoying my my next chapter. I'm really looking forward to continuing to show you guys just other sides of Cynthia. Uh, there's so much more to me than you guys could ever see on 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 Housewives. And um, you know, this next chapter for me is all about, you know, doing other things that I want to do. And I've always had a passion for acting. Um my career has never really allowed me to do it. You know, my my modeling career took off. It was like, okay, I was traveling all over the world, so I couldn't do it then. And then I went right into reality TV. And it was something I couldn't focus on. And I really didn't want to do it until I could really focus on it because I um, and I respect the craft and I wanted to make sure I didn't want to come on and just do some acting. I want to be an actress and I want to learn and I want to um, get the respect as, as as someone who has done the work and who is trying really hard to to be successful, to have a successful acting career. And I also love hosting as well. I love, love hosting. Uh, I love cooking. I love painting. that's like I love interior design. Um, you love
1: Cooking, like, traveling shows with the crazy blonde. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> our, our, look
0: out for our and traveling show. We,
1: we Yo, have make- real quick, then you're going because you're busy. Okay, yeah. break it down, Bailey, okay? Okay. I'm going to give you some former castmates from Housewives and oh, one fun. word to describe I them. I can't and wait. We- and no. if any of it is reverse cowgirl, then <laughs> one word to describe some of your old castmates. Okay, Candy. Uh, boss.
0: Nini. Uh, hilarious.
1: Uh, Kim. Feisty. Kenya.
0: Misunderstood. Portia. Oh, my God. Uh, Portia. Oh, wow. A lot of people would notice about her, but she's very sensitive. So I'm going to say sensitive. Really? sensitive than she, she shows, yes.
1: And, of course, yeah. the main
0: peach holder, Bolo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, packing. <laughs> Fully loaded.
1: <laughs> I love well, like- you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, I'm so happy that we did this. And now I need to find when we can go and have drinks. Yeah, and co- now
0: margaritas and sushi, for sure. your
1: sushi place. Yeah. And we have a lot to celebrate.
0: Yes, we do. We have tons. Anyway, I love you too. Thank you so much. All right, we'll, I'll text
1: uh, you. We'll do tons more. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Sidepiece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. At Sidepiece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.